It's by choice, not by chance, that successful companies have exceptional organizations that are effective and efficient. Their leaders know that all parts of the company must be integrated and aligned, where governance and structure, people and process get as much attention as deals and transactions, key results and deliverables. The ability to quench customer needs in a competitive market depends on it. The tools in this toolbox are essential because of the vaccine they provide against organizational problems, the high stakes of not using them, and the enormous benefit that flows to the bottom line. Collectively, they can be a mainstay of your leadership craft. This is David Gazik with The Essentials, your toolbox for organizational checkups and sustained health. We continue the series with number 14 of 22 short episodes for leaders of an organization and anyone intent on joining their ranks. This episode, the tool of problem solving and decision making, is the sixth of seven on process. We'll look at a reliable way to solve problems and make decisions that brings greater consistency and consensus and a greater likelihood of achieving desired results. So you and your leadership team aren't reinventing the wheel with every challenge that arises. I want to mention that this episode draws on the work of Dr. Ichak Calderon Adizes. Let's begin. As we've all experienced, solving problems and making decisions as a team is often much easier said than done. You need everyone's input to get a complete picture of the problem, like the parable of the elephant and the blind men. And you need everyone's insights and buy-in to arrive at a decision that you can be confident will be implemented. But it can be very challenging to get input, insights, and buy-in from a team of people who have styles and approaches to solving problems and making decisions that are very different and potentially conflicting. One team member may see the process as straightforward, want a decision right away, and consider efforts to deliberate a waste of time. Another may see complexity and want more information at the risk of paralysis. Someone else may want to keep exploring options and jump from one idea to the next without thinking through the details. And another may resist a decision because they want to make sure everyone's on board. These differences can make it difficult and frustrating for everyone on your team to respect a set of ground rules so you can all move through the process together in a predictable and timely way. It's tough to do that when your team's way of solving problems and making decisions isn't carefully guided and tightly run. You can fall into a rut of management by committee instead of seeking a root of management by conviction. You risk destructive conflicts that slow you down, a process that's too long and taxing, and a commitment to implement that may not be unanimous or strong enough to last. These casualties are self-imposed impediments that reduce your effectiveness and efficiency. Your process for problem-solving and decision-making should be a predictable and proven roadmap that provides greater consistency and consensus and a greater likelihood of getting the results you want. Your role in leading that process is to guide your team through each step so everyone accepts and implements the final decision and is confident it's the right one. 
the roadmap I use follows the Adizas approach. First, define. Clarify the problem that your team is tasked with solving, so everyone knows what you're doing and why you're there. Second, defreeze. Take a moment to de-stress by acknowledging and addressing any tension and frustration in the room, and focus everyone on the need to be open-minded and think creatively. Third, accumulate. Gather all the facts and information available to understand everything you can about the problem, why and how it came about, who's involved, and what's impacted. This step is particularly aimed at those on your team who are data-driven and focused on gathering as much information as possible. Fourth, deliberate. Narrow down the information by separating out what's pertinent and useful from what's extraneous, and group the information by what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and who does it. Fifth, incubate. Get some distance from the problem by creating an opportunity to pause or sleep on it, so everyone can have time to absorb the information and see the big picture. Sixth, illuminate. Give space in the conversation for additional ideas and insights that surface from considering all the information. This step is particularly aimed at those on the team whose approach to problem solving is to think outside the box. And imagine new and different solutions. Seventh, accommodate. Think about the unknowns and the reasons for not taking certain approaches to the problem. Work through important details to accommodate any concerns about the downside, about what if happens. This step is particularly aimed at those on the team who tend to get cold feet, and hesitate to get behind certain ideas and solutions. Until they see that everyone feels comfortable with the approach, eighth, finalize. Make sure a decision is made based on all the information available and the prevailing thinking of the group, so the process can end and everyone can move on. This step is particularly aimed at those on the team who are the doers, who want to make decisions as fast as possible so they can get more done. And ninth. Reinforce. Circle back with the team during implementation to confirm that the right decision was made and accepted. By following this roadmap of nine sequential and distinctive steps, you and your team will be much more focused and effective in problem solving and decision making, and you won't be reinventing the wheel of how to solve problems and make decisions with every new challenge that arises. Next week's episode is on the tool of change management. We'll look at the preparation and planning, the socializing and implementation, and the embedding and assessment that's needed for your organization to fully embrace and adapt to change. So managing it shifts from a process of hoping for desired results to a plan for meeting and exceeding them. For a written version of this episode or a complete copy of the essentials. Go to gazeatconsulting.com/forward/slash/resources. If you'd like to talk about putting this or any of the tools into practice, or tackling an organizational challenge, you're welcome to email me for an initial consultation at no charge. My email is david at gazeatconsulting.com. 
I also welcome your thoughts and questions. Thank you for listening and for the privilege of your time.